0: You're listening to a Philadelphia Sports Nation production. Enhancing your Philadelphia sports fan experience. What's going on Eagles Nation, welcome to another episode of the Birds Banter Podcast. This is your host Matt Loopy, and welcome back to another segment of the Evaluate the Rookie um, podcast series that we're going to go through and evaluate each and every rookie draft pick that the Eagles have made so far. Check out my last one on Jalen Rager and today we're going to cover Jalen Hurts as well. Tomorrow will be Davion Taylor and Kayvon Walls, the third and fourth round picks for the Eagles. But Jalen Hurts, obviously was a little bit of a head-scratcher of a pick. Eagles didn't really need a quarterback this high in the draft, but they come out with a really good one in Jalen Hurts. We're going to run through his strengths, his weaknesses, and his fit with the Eagles. First things first, I want to talk about his stats in college. Obviously, he started his college career with Alabama, um, played from freshman to junior year there. Obviously, he was the premier quarterback his freshman and sophomore year. In uh, freshman and sophomore year, he threw for over 2,000 yards each season, over 60% completion percentage. So solid seasons at Alabama, and then when Tua took over in 2018, he decided to transfer to Oklahoma to have a chance to start with another team. So in 2019, he really took off with Oklahoma. He threw for 3,800 passing yards on 69.7 completion percentage, but also his Damage on the ground was just as much as in the air. He rushed for over twelve hundred rushing yards, almost thirteen hundred, averaging five point six yards per carry on two hundred and thirty-three attempts. So really showed his dual threat ability as a quarterback. And watching him, he had a lot of lot of designed runs and wasn't afraid to take matters into his own hands and start running the ball. Going off of his strengths, I think he's a true dual threat quarterback. He makes quick decisions. If the pass isn't there, then he's not afraid to run the ball or roll out of the pocket. That one to two second range after the ball is snapped, that's when he's making his first decision. After that, you don't know what he's going to be doing. Sometimes he just tucks the ball and runs right away. Sometimes he rolls out of the pocket and tries to extend the play. Or if something is open right away, he'll just quickly dump it off and hit his receiver in stride. So really good at making quick decisions. I know that's something that um, Carson Wentz, has been ridiculed for something he needs work on is hold holding the ball too long and not getting the ball out quicker um so jalen hurts does have that as a strength he's a strong arm he's very accurate and he's a proven winner um, if you watch him at alabama he won a national championship at oklahoma they were i believe the sixth seed team at the big 12 championship um, he's very poised he knows how to deal with the pressure he knows how to win ball games so The Eagles aren't just getting a late-round pick like they did last year with Clayton Thorson. They're getting someone who knows how to win and has proven success in college football. He's very accurate on the run, which is important because he is that dual-threat quarterback. Once he tries to extend the plays and gets out of the pocket, he doesn't need to necessarily set his feet to get a good throw. He's really good at maintaining that motion that he's getting out of the pocket and throwing the ball accurately. So um, the Eagles can definitely utilize that when he is lined up at quarterback. We're going to talk about his fit with the Eagles later in this show, but um, I like to see how good he is on the run because it shows that he is, again, that true dual-threat quarterback. He has really good touch on those fade routes. Uh, a lot of times, like I said, he makes those decisions early, so uh, when the, the Sooners were in the red zone, they would snap the ball, Hertz would just loft it up, and it would be a perfect throw for his receiver to go get it. Um, right in the corner of the end zone so I think he excels at that he's a good quarterback in the red zone obviously Wentz has that um, ability to him as well but another proven winner another accurate passer is also awesome to have in the quarterback room he diagnoses uh design run play as well he's not afraid of contact so a lot of times they would snap the ball at Oklahoma and he would immediately start taking off he would tuck the ball and run Um, He really knows where to take the ball, and if it's clogged up a little bit, he's not afraid to drop his shoulder and keep going. He's not going to just dive down at the line of scrimmage and and just try it on the next set of downs. He's always trying to get those hard-earned runs. And when he's running the ball, it's almost guaranteed two or three yards, which doesn't seem like a lot. But when you're trying to get a first down, if you all, all of a sudden knock out two to three yards, second down, third down are much more manageable because he has that ability to Tuck the ball and run. If he doesn't like what he sees, right then and there, with his receivers, he can run, and he's very good at it. He's accurate at hitting his receivers in stride, which is another huge strength to him. Because um, obviously the Eagles like this out of the receivers and running backs. Well, they want to get them in space and let them do the rest. So the fact that he's able to hit them in stride, he gets the most out of every single play. Um, a lot of his highlights and game tape is going to wide receiver Ceedee Lamb, who's now with the Cowboys. But um, he was very good at hitting CeeDee Lamb in stride. And a part of CeeDee Lamb being so good after the catch was because he had so much space and acceleration to do so. And that was because Jalen Hurts was giving him good balls on most of those throws. He throws really close to the line of scrimmage just because of the way he gets out of the pocket. So he's making the most out of his throws. He's getting as close to his receivers as possible and getting the most power behind it. So that was a big strength that I saw out of him. And he has quick bursts on runs mixed with that power. Like I said, he's not afraid to run it between the tackles and get those hard-earned runs. But also, when he breaks free, it's like a whole different player. He can drop his shoulder one second, and then once he clears that, he has a very good acceleration, and that's something the Eagles wanted out of their players. It's fast, explosive, and Jalen Hurts ticks those boxes. He um, is so hard to tackle. Once he gets out to the secondary, to the next level, linebackers, Anywhere past the defensive line, he's very hard to tackle because he's 220 pounds. Um, That's obviously hard to tackle as a running back, but you get a quarterback who has more elusiveness, more explosibility uh, than a power rusher running back, then it's going to be that much harder to tackle, especially with just your arm. So people are going to be trying to hit him harder, which gives him more potential to juke out defenders and uh, make the most out of his feet. He's very hard for defenses to game plan against because just of his dual threat ability. You never know what he's going to do on any given play. Watching him, it's either a pass right away. It's either a run right away or after a couple seconds, or he's rolling out of the pocket. And after that, you don't know what he's going to do. He could run it. He could throw it deep. He could throw it short. It's really hard for defenses to game plan against. I know Wentz brings that to the table to an extent. But Jalen Hurts runs the ball a lot more than Wentz ever has in his entire career and college career, so defenses will have a nightmare trying to game plan for them, especially with Carson Wentz on the field as well. He's very strong. There was this one play um, that I saw. They were playing Texas uh, at Oklahoma, and the Texas defender, defensive lineman, um, he had Jalen Hurts in the backfield pretty good grasp on his right hand hurts had the ball in his right hand and then starts shifting it and gets it behind his body and picks up the ball in his left hand so he switches hands while a 300 pound defensive lineman is all over his arm so the strength for him to transfer that ball and then also break free and run for a couple yards was amazing Um, he shows that strength in his throws but also his legs when he's running the ball. And then also in, game, in plays like that, just transferring the ball and making the plays happen. He's he's a playmaker. Simple as that. He knows how to make plays and improvise to do the best thing for his offense. Just like there's strengths to this game, there's definitely some weaknesses to Jalen Hurts. Uh, I think he needs to be more careful trying to extend the play. A lot of times when he gets out of the pocket, then sometimes a fumble would happen. He would take a sack for unnecessary amount of yards. Sometimes... You want to see a quarterback extend the play, but only to an extent. Uh, This is something that fans have been struggling with with Carson Wentz, trying to extend the play and then it just not be there. It's better just to throw the ball away, especially in the NFL. Defenses will be able to read this better. Players are going to be faster, stronger at bringing Jalen Hurts down. So he needs to make sure that he gets into his head alright, I need to know when to stop the play, uh, when to stop running, when to tuck the ball away, not fumble, not give it away, and not give up any yards. So I think he needs to be smarter in that sense, but just the level of competition and um, that he was so much more athletic than everyone gave him that opportunity to do that at Oklahoma. I think he needs to be better at setting his feet in the pocket. Obviously, I just mentioned a little bit ago that he was really good on the run, so you don't really need to set your feet too much for that, but in the pocket, a lot of times he gets like, uh, I mean, I don't know what word to say, but kind of like happy feet. He's always just twitching around, trying to make it happen. If um, if he doesn't like what he sees, then he's got the momentum going for him to bounce out. But being that twitchy sometimes hurt him. Um, a lot of times he would overthrow his receivers or throw interceptions just because he didn't have um, the right footwork for the throw. So I think he needs to make sure that Even though he's designed to be this dual threat quarterback and try to be always moving, always keeping his momentum in his favor, he also needs to know how to sit back and launch a good throw and make sure that his feet are going to back him up. He's not as good as rolling out to his left. This is a big knock on him, and I definitely saw it in his tape because uh, when he's rolling out to his left, most of the times when he's rolling out, he's getting chased or he's about to get chased. When he's going to his left, he, uh, when he tries to throw the ball, he tries to very dramatically turn his hips, flip those hips so he can get momentum behind his throw because he's doing it so uh, extreme and trying to get the most power behind it. It ends up hurting him because he can't, he doesn't have the time to do so. He's either getting forced out of bounds or making a poor throw. So I think being better at throwing on the run to his left, being able to plant that left foot and, uh, just throw off the throw off the opposite foot and improve that trait will be important for him because once you get to the next level in the NFL and players are going to be faster, you're not going to be having that uh, half a second to flip your hips to get a good throw. It's not going to be there for you, so you need to make sure that you improvise and plan for that for the future. My last weakness for him is he relies too much on the run. I know it's exciting to see a dual threat run or a dual threat quarterback um, that can tuck it and run, but A lot of times, if a play doesn't develop in a split second for him, he's already taking off and he's not getting, he's getting like five yards or so, which is great. But all of a sudden, uh, if you look down the field and wait one more second, you might have a receiver that could have got a 20 yard completion, a 15 yard completion. Um, I think that hurt them a few times in their drives just because he was a little bit too quick to diagnose a run and dial it up. Um, he has too much faith in his ability to make it happen just by himself. So with the Eagles, I would like to see him trust his receivers a little bit more, trust his offensive line a little bit more and make sure that he's doing the best play for the offense and not just, just taking it into his hands and run the ball right from the get-go. All right. So after watching some tape, those are my strengths and weaknesses for Jalen Hurts. And before we get to his fit with the Eagles, we're going to listen to this short ad. Okay, so I talked about this yesterday, his fit with the Eagles. Uh, I know a lot of fans are still very upset about this pick, but just to clarify, Jalen Hurts is not going to be the starter, obviously. But I think he will see the field very early. He's definitely going to see the field a lot in 2020. Um, that doesn't mean that he's competition to Carson Wentz. doesn't mean that Wentz is going to be necessarily pulled off the field and have to take the back seat on some drives. It just means that with Jalen Hurts' versatility, he can line up at quarterback, he can run line up at running back. He can line up at even wide receiver as a decoy, exactly what the Saints do with Taysom Hill. He can line up all over the offense. Uh, I think Taysom Hill even does tight end. He, he blocks, and Jalen Hurts is bigger than Taysom Hill. So I think um, just finding where he can fit in and utilizing that as much as possible is going to do a lot for this Eagles offense. He's very successful. He's very competitive. Like I said earlier, he was poised, proven winner, Um, it's the right quarterback to have in the room with Carson Wentz. You need someone that obviously number one knows the game well, like Nick Foles and Josh McCown did, but also knows how to back up his skill or his uh, knowledge on the field. Carson Wentz. Yeah, I I believe he knows that he is the starter, but he probably feels a little bit of pressure. He's looking at someone that, um, just had over 4,000 scrimmage yards, um, this past season with Oklahoma And he's looking at that as possibly a threat to his future with the Eagles. I'm not saying that is a threat to his future, but Carson Wentz is going to elevate his play and he's going to learn a lot from Jalen Hurts just as much as Jalen Hurts is going to learn from Carson Wentz. I think they're going to work very well together. And I don't think either of them are going to be jealous of each other or anything like that. They're both good humans. So I really like having this situation for the Eagles with a very strong quarterback room. Like I said yesterday in my podcast about um, reviewing the draft picks, I think he's going to get around six to eight snaps per game. Um, that I think 10% of snaps per game will be what uh, Jalen Hurts is going to get. Um, like I said, he can line up as quarterback. He can. They can put Carson Wentz on the sideline for a couple of plays and put Jalen Hurts there. They can also put both of them in the backfield, Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts. They can put Hurts at running back behind Wentz. They can put Hurts is running back, wide out, slot receiver, whatever it may be, but he's going to see the field pretty consistently throughout the season. It's not going to be a lot, but it's going to be consistent. Just having him on the field, having the potential to have him on the field, is going to keep the offense fresh and creative. Uh, If things aren't working, what better way to spruce things up but to throw a whole new quarterback and a whole different style of quarterback onto the field. I think that is something that the Eagles are really going to benefit from, especially if they're struggling in a game or need a big play to happen. Throw Jalen Hurts off or throw him in. It's going to throw the entire defense off and um, really help the Eagles elevate to the next level. Hurts is definitely comparable to Taysom Hill in the role that he's going to play with the Eagles. But Taysom Hill, when I watch him, when he, um, If he's not directly running the ball or if he's not going for a pass, Taysom Hill, I don't trust him as a passer. Jalen Hurts, I 100% trust him as a passer. He has great arm strength, great accuracy, um, obviously very proven at the college level. So I think they are very different in that aspect because Taysom Hill, I think when defenses see him, they get a little scared because they don't know exactly what he's going to do. But if he steps back and drops back to throw the ball, I think a lot of people take it as a joke. Jalen Hurts, you cannot take this as a joke. He's a very good passer, and people are going to have to account for that. My last nugget on uh, Jalen Hurts is Wentz and Hurts can be on the field at the same time, which is going to be nearly impossible to game plan for. Just because if you see a quarterback, I mean, Carson Wentz, everybody knows his skill. It's unmatched. He, he was an MVP caliber player since then. He's been Pro Bowl caliber, um, very, very <clears throat> excuse me, good player. Jalen Hurts has the potential to be a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback in this league down the road. So having them on the field at the same at the same time with different skills to offer, um, they can both run the ball, they can both throw the ball. Jalen Hurts has experience catching the ball. Um, all of that combined just shows that it's going to bring nightmares to, to opposing defenses, and it's going to bring so much more opportunity for guys like Zach Ertz and the wide receivers and the running backs because. All week, leading up to the game, opposing defensive coordinators are going to be thinking, how are we going to defend Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts on the same play or different plays? That they're going to forget about Zach Ertz. They're going to re- forget about rookie wide receiver Jalen Rager. They're going to forget about all this other speed that the Eagles have. And then all of a sudden, they're going to be so focused on, all right, if they line up at the same time, who's going to be covering who, blah, 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 what are we going to do? All of a sudden, next thing you know, Jalen Rager is blown by you. Zach Ertz is... Uh, blown by with his route running Dallas Goddard is mossing you so it's going to bring so much versatility to the Eagles offense just because the attention is going to be shifted all over the place they're not going to have like in 2019 when uh, you're game planning opposing defenses really had to focus on Carson Wentz and Miles Sanders that was about it the wide receivers weren't very very good oh Zach Ertz obviously um, wide receivers weren't that good Running back was pretty much just Miles Sanders, but now you have so much, so many more weapons at wide receiver. Obviously, you have great tight ends, great running backs, and two really good quarterbacks. So I can't wait to see them both on the field. The more I talk about it, the more excited I get because it's just going to be a nightmare for opposing defenses. I'm going to grade this pick as a B minus. This has definitely increased. The more I think about it, the more I talk about it, the more I watch Jalen Hurts because I see the possibility of it now and the potential. If Wentz does go down with an injury, Jalen Hurts can step in and be very successful. So overall, I like the pick. I'm grading it as a B-, minus, which is low as a grade because um, at pick 53, there were other needs and probably could have waited a little bit to get Hurts, but the Eagles got their guy. They're confident in it, and I can't wait to see him on the field. I hope you guys enjoyed this um, segment of the Evaluate the Rookie podcast. We got Jalen Hurts and Jalen Rager done so far. Keep staying tuned for the rest following Uh, this week. We're going to cover all 10 draft picks and the undrafted free agents. Make sure you're subscribed on your favorite platform and following us on social media. And until next time, go birds!